Welcome back to Control the Chaos Mama. This is for ADHD entrepreneurs, creative rebels, and generally scattered and overwhelmed entrepreneurs juggling it all. So I want to talk today about rejection sensitive dysphoria. Now, I didn't even know this exists. And let me preface this by saying I am not a doctor. I am not trying to diagnose anyone with ADD with this podcast. I am simply trying to give you tools, strategy, and support if you are feeling like you can't focus or that you are suffering from executive functioning issues, if you are wanting help, okay? And so I know that And a lot of times we can't control so many aspects of this, but I, at at the end of the day, even if I can offer you support or to feel like I can say me too, whenever something like this comes up, then I think there's value in that. So first of all, I want to let you know that I went to ADD, it's really attitudemag.com, but it does have ADD in the title. So if you want to check it out, um, it will tell you all about rejection sensitive dysphoria, but if you're auditory like me, I will go ahead and tell you it is actually an, an emotional response that is where you're super sensitive and triggered by this perception that a person has rejected or criticized you. And I want to preface this by that special word where it's the perception. And so I want to give you a couple questions that you can ask to really kind of dig in deeper to see, is it true? Is it, um, is this person saying it or writing it? Because I think when you write something, a lot of the tone and different things can be totally missed that is really valuable for implying how someone is actually saying something. And so I've actually experienced this this week, guys. Okay, so I changed my podcast. As many of you guys have known, um, this, it was multi-passionate mompreneur. Before that, it was my mother's daughter. As I've taken these different pieces of me and I've kind of evolved it over and over until I found, honestly, more niched each time. And so I'm still a motherless daughter. I'm still a multi-passionate, but now I'm realizing, you know, this ADHD entrepreneur chunk, this rebel, this Enneagram 8 wing 7, this is making it even more vital that I have the self-discovery piece, that I have the self-awareness of who I am so that I can know how to best like design my life around it versus the other way so that I can create things that serve me and in my way so that I can launch them into the world, okay? And so the only skills that I have pertaining to ADHD is 37 years of coping with skills that I didn't even realize that I was doing. I actually got a message, which I, she could even be a listener, but it was saying, what exactly specialized training do you have for ADHD to use in your coaching? And I was like, okay, so this is RSD because I'm like feeling like super criticized and I haven't even spoken a word about it. And so basically Whenever this happens, you kind of need to ask yourself, like, is it true? And then if it is, prepare for it. So if someone was to say, you know, you shouldn't be doing that, like, would that cause you to stop? And if it would, then you need to prepare for that by by surrounding yourself with people that that know you better, okay? So I want you to think of people who know you, who could you know, be a better judge of the things they're speaking to. And the thing is, is it was over a Instagram message. I'm sure she meant no harm, but I definitely wanted to retreat. And so I feel like 
me being an Enneagram 8, and Enneagram 8s go to a 2 whenever they are healthy and secure. So they're very protective also. And so I want to protect all of you from feeling this way um, if you don't have that thick skin or Maybe you're not there yet whenever it comes to being able to ask yourself those questions or maybe you don't have those surrounding friends where you can have t- mention that in Voxer and then they, you know, come to your aid and support with telling you like, no, you do know this. Um, I hear you talk about it all the time in Voxer and you help, you know, so many people and all these things so that you can kind of tilt the scale back. And so that's one of the strategies I've done. It has not always worked. I know that I've experienced this even in high school and I just really didn't know that 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 was a thing. Other thing I did and that I do that I didn't realize was possibly a symptom of ADHD is stimming. And so that could be where you're listening to the same song over and over and over. My sisters can attend to that, that I would get kind of obsessed over a certain song and I would just replay it over and over and over or a movie. Um, yeah, Coyote Ugly, (laughs) definitely showing my age on that one. All right. So, um, another thing that I noticed is body mirroring. And this is a strategy that I have done and I joke about it because I would say, Hey, can you come over? And I don't need you to help me clean out the garage, but can you just like sit there and let me soak up your energy? And it's not even about me soaking up their energy, but I realize now that what it is, is every time I go back and look at them, it would remind me what in the world I'm supposed to be doing. And so it's kind of like a, a, visual reminder, like a visual little like timer, almost even like a button, like, oh, you got this thing to do. Okay. And so that's been really helpful too, because if we know these different coping strategies, if we know these things, these reactions, these productivity tips, basically, then we can be more productive. We can really feel like we are moving the needle in our business. And honestly, get more stuff done. All right. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it helped you to learn more about yourself because this was three things that I didn't know were related to ADHD. Until next time, wishing you joy and abundance, Angel.